the monkey in my brain goes hip hop hip hop the monkey in my brain goes tick tock tick tock what is that from i, I have no idea wait what <laughs> i was singing that in my head earlier today and it's a song from disney channel from like a disney show that i saw and i cannot recall what it's from really i didn't google it i, I bet you if i googled it it would come up but they sing it in the show i think I feel like it would have been like even Stevens, maybe, or Compossible oh. or something. But I can't recall. But anyways, it's been in my head all day. The monkey in my brain goes hip hop. Speaking of monkeys. Speaking of monkeys. This is Speaking of Witch Podcast. Welcome to Speaking of Witch Podcast. I'm Sammy. I'm Skylar. And welcome. Uh, doesn't it feel like last podcast was... A thousand six years ago? A thousand years ago? Yeah, six thousand. Actually. Sometimes it feels like we just did one and sometimes it... Agreed. Did we miss last week? Were we here? No, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't miss it. Did it, we miss it? Did we? Did we miss one? I don't think so. We would have noticed. Yeah. Or would we? Wait, would we? Would would we? I don't know. Will you check? Holy crap! This there's, is not the way to start yeah, a podcast. There's no episode. way we there's missed There's no it. way we missed one. Come on. Anyways, welcome back, welcome. Um, faithful, loyal listeners. And if you're new here, just buckle up because it's going to be, you know, maybe cohesive, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe not. So we, we just got <laughs> out of the we, new moon in Scorpio. We did. Yeah. And did you have any experiences with that? Because I did. I feel like I'm riding on the coattails of some energy that's not doing me too well today. Um, I had a romantic, sexy walk on the beach. I with, like, love my, that for you. My kind of boyfriend, not boyfriend, boyfriend. I love that for you. I and like I feel like the the sexual energy of it yeah. definitely felt new moon in Scorpio. That's awesome. You know, like when it's dark and there's just the moon hovering over the the firmament <laughs> of the water. That's like, awesome. Ugh, it was so good. I um I actually tend not to do too well during uh, moon or moon in Taurus or moon in uh, Scorpio. Oh really? I just those those vibes for me don't really do well for me. My moon is in Taurus, so unless I'm like really aware of the self care that I need and like allowing myself to be lazy, then I tend to be really stressed. Well, why not Scorpio? Um, uh, my moon is in the eighth house of Scorpio, so I feel like it still activates wouldn't it be at home moon. there you would think uh but for whatever reason i have just noticed the pattern and maybe at this point like i've done things to where i was like how can i use this more efficiently or like okay maybe i can change my mindset on it and i just end up like riding the really waves. really compulsive i just end up really fucking like uh not not in a good not in a good space so i'm trying to work on it but currently mm-hmm. I do kind of struggle. I feel like jumping, like yesterday, new moon in Scorpio, jumping to immediately moon in Sagittarius, it just feels like such a big change, change. of energies, right? I like, feel like so that's, how, that's how it is throughout the whole Zodiac, which yeah. is what is so interesting to me of, mm-hmm. you know, when people talk about like oppositions and things, like we've talked a little bit about that before, but oppositions to me do not feel like the opposite. Yeah. Um, it feels like this two sides of the same coin you know where um you know uh, let's just scorpio for instance is other people's money and finances and more so that's the eighth house Mm -hmm. um but yeah dealing with other people's money and did you have some financial issues or something does does that come up during a new moon in scorpio it, it could it could i did not 
particularly have financial issues this time, but the opposite of that, the opposition would be Taurus, which is mm. your own material possessions and finances. So it's they're both about the same realm. It's just in different areas. Okay. But if you go like next to that sign and look at Aries uh, in comparison to Taurus, I mean, those are two fucking different bitches. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah, so I always find that it's a little bit more interesting to look at the signs so in order. I had an aspect of something that I thought I'm we could glad, talk about. I'm glad today. you had a romantic beach walk, though. Uh, I'm not I trying to take very, away from that. So like that's really. Thank awesome. you for robbing me. <laughs> I did not. Let's see. What did I? What did I write? Okay. <clears throat> so I was thinking about this, and I, there are some signs and like planets that I just do. I never think of them together. Okay. And right now, Mercury is in Scorpio. And I literally could think of nothing about what that would mean. So I went to Cafe Astrology. Just, oh, as as, as one, one does. does. <laughs> okay. I mean, everyone loves Cafe Astrology. Yeah. It's I mean, it's a good resource. It's literally a, it's good, a good resource. It's one of my favorites. Um, it's the most accessible for people. Absolutely. Because it's like the first thing that comes up for sure. So let me read this little snippet for all of our listeners who want to educate themselves. This is some general Mercury and Scorpio points. Mercury and Scorpio people are on an eternal quest to get to the very heart of any matter. I loved that. This appears in anything that requires thought and in almost every conversation they have totally fearless when it comes to delving into depths that nobody else wants or even thinks to explore. Mercury in Scorpio is adept at learning the source and the core of any problem or issue. They are blessed or cursed, depending on how you want to look at it, with the observation skills of a surveillance camera, seeming to just see all and know all. Sometimes they can be quite dark because of their tendency to focus on the false in order to get to the truth. These people detest superficiality. And a lot of this just seems like Scorpio in general. Uh, they came across as, uh, they can come across as suspicious and can annoy others. more. They can annoy other more optimistic people with their negative take on things. Um, they have passionate speech. They could potentially be good lecturers. Uh, I thought that was maybe the more mercurial part, being passionate about what they're talking about, being good lecturers. And there was also this Thing about they're able to generate deep emotions with their audience like while they're speaking i thought that, that was the most mercurial aspect of this but anyways it says they are at their best when they are talking about things that they are not personally involved with their intelligence is absolutely instinctive strategies are their specialty their idea of constructive criticism can be interpreted as destructive criticism depending on their audience They'll staunchly support and defend anyone they care about, and their energy and speech or sheer intensity can be very motivating. Mercury and Scorpio loves anything that challenges the brain, and they're interested in what makes people tick. Doesn't that just sound like the coolest kind of darkest, strangest? Like that's so that's such a foreign attitude, maybe. I think to it's, me. yeah, I think it's really foreign to you. I don't know if I can see many people around you that have that aspect. No. Um, but it's not as foreign to me. My grandmother has her Mercury in Scorpio. And, um, I mean, I have a lot of Scorpio energy in, like, random areas that's around me. And I don't feel like you do other than maybe George. Uh, George is the only um, Scorpio I'm friends with. Yeah, and I feel like most of the time he comes off um, 
very Pisces or Aries, which is his mm-hmm. other place. I don't know. While I was reading that specifically, I thought about George with yeah. some of those things, especially yeah. about um, drawing up emotions in audiences. Yeah. You know? So my grandmother is like when she's telling a story, if she's in a good space to tell a story, it's a very, um, it's not like a dramatized Leo sense. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, she's not like a storyteller that's like for the wow factor. But when she tells a story, she takes long pauses to really let what she's saying like sink, sink in. in. And it's quite irritating to me <laughs> because I I grew up with it. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it, Grandma. Like, I get I get it. But it's just her way of trying to let what she's saying really land on you in an intense way. Um, and I... I think it's kind of funny to, when I when I spot it, I can tell exactly when that like Mercury and Scorpio is coming out. One of the biggest things with Mercury and Scorpio is is that because they're so intuitive in which what will land and what will land in a very intense way, you, they can either say things to you that will literally make you your mind explode with mm. with like a new way of thinking or new knowledge that or they'll just, just be annoying no or they will sting like a scorpion like a scorpion they mm. will know exactly what to say and they'll wait they'll wait they'll wait you can be having a conversation if they want to fucking end you they will have one sentence and mm-hmm. all it will do is just they'll just say the one thing uh-huh. and what, it will totally ruin you. What sign do you think that the scorpion would have the toughest time stinging? Because That's a good question. Because it's only, I see exactly what you're saying and mm-hmm. I can feel what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But there, there was a portion of it that said the more watery signs could, instead of being wowed, they could be annoyed by this energy. So like instead of being stung, yeah. it feels more like, I can feel myself being a little bit more dismissive of that type of behavior, if that makes sense, instead of stung. I feel like I would be like more like, oh, okay. You know, like, what um, signs? I feel like you might think that. <laughs> if you've ever been actually stung by a Mercury and Scorpio's words, you would think otherwise. You would never forget it. I know. Well, maybe um, I've manifested so far in my life none yeah, of that. Yeah, because, you know, you Where's Your Mercury's in Gemini, right? No, my Mercury is in Taurus. Your Mercury's in Taurus? Mm-hmm. Mm. So that's another thing we'll talk about. But um, good question when you asked me. I kind of, the, my first in- instinct was Sagittarius. Uh, mostly because they can be so blunt and they're so realized and actualized on like what their own faults are that they just kind of don't care. A lot of the times they're like, yeah, I do that. I know, you know, um, so maybe because they're so open and blunt that there is no, I would think that maybe that would probably be one of the hardest, but I mean, everyone, you know, I'm just saying like Mercury and Scorpio can pack the most deadly poison in one sentence and then that's all they have to do in an argument or a conversation and you're just devastated just <laughs> devastated um yeah they just know how to use the, and it's not a, it's not not, not like try, not like i'm trying to talk shit about it but it's yeah. something that i feel like goes under the radar when you it's not in the description in cafe astrology 
Um, or when you're looking up Mercury and Scorpio. That's Destructive criticism. Yeah, right. I just feel yeah. like that's something that has been really potent in meeting and learning charts and talking to people who have Mer- Mercury and Scorpio is their ability to find out how to wound you and they will hold it until they need it. Hopefully, if you're in a good place and you're healthy and you understand that that's not a great thing to do, then, you know, not everyone with Mercury and Scorpio will do that, but they have the ability to end you with one sentence. Um, I have the ability to end people with every single one of my sentences. No, you don't. smart. You are smart. So So I, I wanted to talk to you about where your mercury is so just for people who are listening i feel like maybe not a lot of people know this your mer- your sign uh My your, your mercury Libra. will only be mm-hmm. um no less than 30 degrees away from where your sun is mm-hmm. so if you don't know where your mercury is i'll give you th- you'll have three options <laughs> to figure it out if you yeah. if you haven't looked up your natal chart it's either going to be the same sun sign or star sign as you might know um, so you're like, oh, I'm a Pisces. So your Mercury is either going to be in Pisces or it's going to be Aquarius or Aries. So it's never going to be more than those signs away. It's going to be one to the one side mm-hmm. or the other or the same sign that you're in. So I'm a Gemini, but it just so happens that my Mercury is in Taurus, mm. which is the sign before uh, Gemini. Just... I think that that's very that interesting. That is fun and interesting, yeah. Um, and I always think that it's really apparent or more confusing to figure somebody out or to figure somebody's chart out when their Mercury is not the same sign as their sun because we just talked about how different each sign next to it is um, because it's a totally different element. It's a totally different... Uh, um, it's either masculine or feminine and it goes every other. So, you know, all the feminine signs will have masculine mm-hmm. ones on the outside and vice versa. So when you go from sign to sign or it'll have a different, um, you know, whether it's mutable, fixed or cart, you know, all of those things, it's going to be really different from one side to the next. So, for example, Queen Trisha Paytas <laughs> um, is a Taurus. And I feel like if you were to meet her and you knew nothing about her and you just had a conversation with her, you'd be like, wow, you're a fucking Gemini. Like you are the most Gemini (laughs) scattered fucking piece of work. And then you learn she's a Taurus and you're like, well, what? But then, then you that real, starts then, to make sense, then right? You, then, you re- then you realize that all she does is eat, yeah. which is big mood, big, big Taurus mood. Um, but it's confusing when you're trying to have a conversation with someone because they might present themselves as literally their mercury and you're like kind of trying to figure them out Mm -hmm. um but i feel like it's so interesting to talk to people whose mercuries are different than their sun sign because it it completely changes the way that they present the way that they communicate the way they listen the way they you know Mm -hmm. interact with somebody so it's a good thing to bring up but so I was what particularly else is going on in New Moon and Scorpio that you were looking into. So basically, I don't remember. Oh, oh, we were talking about Mercury and Scorpio. The New Moon was just something passing that was interesting. I don't. I didn't have any thoughts about it. But I was in a tournament. Oh so yeah. So I was. Um, I don't know if I was so aware of like anything when I'm when I'm in a tournament, especially if I'm going away for a tournament because we stayed in an Airbnb. Um, 
I was in a disc golf tournament for anyone who's new, and I won. I won. Yay, I won. Oh, yes, you won. And I got an ace, which just means I got a hole in one. Mm -hmm. um, and I've never done that before, and I've never done it in a tournament. Did you shit your so pants? So I was literally you screaming. You shit your little new moon Scorpio I pants? I was screaming. I was so <laughs> happy. It was such a cool moment. Like, seeing it crash into the basket was, like, so crazy. But anyways, I was definitely, like outside of my element i wasn't like on my phone i was just walking and exercising and sweating my ass off and trying so hard to win and mm -hmm. yeah so i feel like i missed the new moon but also maybe I don't for know. the best according yeah, to your yeah yeah dodgy I have, past absolutely so this was the part that i wanted to talk about okay i didn't uh you know unlike uh usually i didn't bring an article i thought maybe we could generate our own ideas i love for this. that good all right so the basically this last part Mercury and Scorpio loves anything that challenges the brain and are often interested in what makes people tick. Tick. Why did I say it like that? Uh, so, <laughs> so, I was thinking there are lots of different ways. Of the, uh, thinking of like a watch, right? There's a lot of different components, mm -hmm. right? There, when you when you're talking about what makes something tick, there's so many components. Like ultimately. There's one clock face, but behind the scene, there's a bunch of different components to a, different watches, right? That's very Scorpio. I love that. So I, uh, I was thinking, like, what makes you, uh, like, what makes us tick? And especially, like, spiritually, mm -hmm. right? We, we all have different spiritual, like, components. And, yeah. like, I feel like outwardly, a lot of us present the same way. That's just what, you know, we're all in the same community. Yeah. Uh, we all have shared surface behaviors we have like shared symbols but behind that we have different things like different mechanisms that make us tick you're and, basically describing like breaking down a needle chart that's how i uh -huh. see it that's how i see looking into somebody's watch mm -hmm. is and what's behind it other than the sun sign clock face mm -hmm. you know i i feel like taking a look at somebody's soul soul chart their natal chart is the components is of their literally watch. looking at, at all of everything of their the cogs and them yeah. cogs and them shine and it's interesting to look at your own watch and to see mm -hmm. like what what's making you tick watches man making yeah. appearances for me lately as a symbol <laughs> it's very strange um so I was thinking, like, for me, like, what makes me tick spiritually? Okay. And I had no idea. I couldn't put any ideas forward. So I thought maybe you would have some assumptions about, like, what makes me tick spiritually. I mean, I think that... Hmm. And then I could just see if they resonate or not. So you want me to do the work for you? Yes. Okay, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and while while I'm thinking, everybody at home, think about what makes you what tick. What makes you tick? <laughs> what makes you tick spiritually? <laughs> um, you could pull a card to help you interpret. What's really weird, I could. What's really weird is that I feel like, and maybe, I, I don't mean this in a dragging way, but I might end up dragging you. Okay. I feel like, <laughs> no, because I won't have an actual answer, but I feel like, I feel like you think that sitting down and like devouring a book mm -hmm. and, or listening to some sort of, you know, video or something like intaking information mm -hmm. makes you tick spiritually. And I actually don't see it in that like give like i don't know i don't see it as like that's the final give mm -hmm. i feel like that 
charges you up and it makes you think and it makes you like, um, God, I guess I'm not putting this into words. I feel like it inspires you. But when I see you connecting spiritually is when you're like just vibing in the present moment. Like, for instance, when we go to the beach and we're just like in the water, I can just tell like that spiritually charges you in a different way. Like that seems like that charges you spiritually Mm -hmm. versus when you sit down Mm-hmm. And I see you at your desk, like not to say it's not spiritual, mm-hmm. um, but it just is like a different vibe I can feel from you when what makes you tick. I do think you like to process information. I like I think you like to read. I think you like to pull your cards and to study. And but um, spiritually, like I see you when you're in the moment somewhere, or like when you go to a store and you're just like up and down yeah like looking at people and vibing like i just feel like you're much more of a i feel like those study moments are the primers for those moments yeah you know what i'm saying like i'm not saying it's not a part Mm -hmm. of what makes you tick spiritually but i feel like that just kind of hits a different spot of your personality and it's just so happens that you're interested in learning about spirituality Mm -hmm. but what i see you actually vibing with spiritually You know, it's just being places that make you feel, like, really present. It's so funny the way that... Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, I do know what I mean by that. And the immediate example that's coming to my mind is uh, the parallel that that has to me, like, studying foreign languages. Mm -hmm. The brunt of my time is spent just, like, raw-dogging it at the desk, right? Like, doing vocab. And, like, that's really not the fun part. No. The fun part is those very brief moments in the sun where you are speaking that language. Right. And uh, that's where, like, uh, the full euphoria of it happens. Yeah. And I feel like it is that way because it's such a small part of the experience for right. me. And I, I kind of like it that way. Mm. And uh, it's just weird how, like, that is, like, a that is a ticking mechanism for me. Yeah. Like, that translates to even more than my spirituality like a lot of my life is spent that way uh kind of preparing for those moments where i do have a good time and when i am having a good time it is the best time right so like it makes it all more you know like instead of me packing my life full of the best times all the time Mm -hmm. i really condense it into a few moments that are really exceptional right and uh I, that is just the way that I tick, you know, it's yeah. just the way that I like to do things. I mm. hadn't put it into words like that before, but I feel... Yeah, like, I feel like you do, you spend a lot of time sitting down, like, reading, <laughs> doing, doing, no, no, like, you do a lot of what people would think I do would enjoy be. a good sit. <laughs> you do a lot of what people I would think would be, like, spiritual work, and it mm. is spiritual work, but it's work and i'm a virgo but, but work is life. exactly work is life <laughs> i know right but your question was like what makes me tick spiritually like that's mm-hmm. a small portion of how it's you're able confusing. to get yeah. to the actual like spirituality part it's one of the cogs know? that makes the clock face yeah yeah totally um what else do you see oh, can we just talk about something else but you no <laughs> um i don't know that's it's tough. I know it's very tough. I mean, I felt like complex. that was a really good answer. That was so a I don't good know answer, what like, else you want from me. Having a second good answer? There's a lot um, of components to eating, a good clock. I feel like <laughs> when you're eating, I feel like um, I, uh, I don't know. 
Um, wow. <laughs> I don't, I, <laughs> again, I thought like that was wow. a good fucking answer. Wow. You know, you think you know a you, person. What do, you, what do you want from me? Um, I don't, I don't know. What do you, what do you think about me? That's a good question. So <laughs> maybe I'll think of something else if you say something about me. I think like when I think about what makes you tick spiritually, or like when I start to more than more than the bigger picture, getting down to like the tiny things that push you along, you know, like those tinier moments or like yeah. those uh, study moments and stuff. Cool. Uh, hold stop. <laughs> you wanted this me to come up with stop. two and this you can't even tough. come up with one. This is tough. <laughs> I know. Listen, I came up with the idea. My brain is tired. It's maxed Do you know out. how long I had to sit maxed and just out. think? You know what? Um, this is going to sound like the most like stereotypical answer that you've heard from me, but it is very true. Mm-hmm. And it's a shame that I avoid doing it at this point in my life and it's when i am painting or drawing i feel like i am in the most spiritual space ever Mm. i feel like i just sort of am concentrating on what i'm doing but i'm like completely out of this realm and it just makes me like totally tap in with everything that I feel spirituality should be mm-hmm. and what I'm trying to accomplish without having to, to try very hard. Um, but why I avoid doing it? Shadow work, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's I guess all I shadow, need some baby. shadow work, maybe. It's that simple. Um, yeah, I feel like it's just. I was. That's what I was thinking while, while I was thinking about like you making art and stuff, but I couldn't think about. What about it? Like, I couldn't put it into words why that transports you the way that it does. I, I don't know. It Maybe it's the use of colors and maybe it's the, you know, what, where is your Mars again? My Mars is in Cancer. Oh, <laughs> I love that for you. Okay. <laughs> um... My Mars is in Pisces, and I feel like I'm able to you. just when I'm when I am making artwork. I mm-hmm. feel like I just am. My watch is tuned up. <laughs> yeah, it is squeaky it's clean. Yeah. It is tuned up. I don't know what it is. It's meditative, maybe because it's like the only time that I don't feel twitchy. Mm. If that's like triggering for you're people, so, you're so engaged. Like maybe? I'm, it's like the only time that I feel like I'm completely like relaxed ever. Um, that made me itchy saying that. I, it's like the only time I feel really grounded mm-hmm. uh, is like when truly I'm, grounded. like truly grounded in my space is when I'm doing artwork. Like even I can fucking meditate for a whole hour and come out and be like for like thirty seconds, like wow. I'm so grounded. And then immediately start like I'm fidgeting. The grounded bitch. Yeah. And then immediately Florida. start like fidgeting. And maybe that's why is because it like brings me so much peace and calm. Mm-hmm. So like, why don't I do it? I don't know. <laughs> I, well, I mean, it's just it. not easy, you know, like, yeah, I, 
I like if you ask me to sit down and paint something, I've done that once. Yeah. And remember, and you my, didn't finish. <laughs> re- remember my painting that sat there for like six months, and it was. You're like, I think it's done. <laughs> and I was like, No, it's, no, not. it's not. You just don't want to finish it. No, I think um, it's um, the art is unexpressed, and that's part of the expression. <laughs> So yeah, I know my art history, and yeah. that I was ready for that painting to be displayed, obviously, at the Louvre, but um, alas. Maybe it's because I feel like I am always trying to communicate something, and th- like painting helps me communicate something in mm-hmm. a way that like words just can't. Like there's like energy inside me that like I can't physically mm-hmm. talk about. The Gemini in you is shaking. It's quaking. Shaking and quaking. Um, yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I can't think of anything else that is a good answer for, you know, what makes me tick spiritually. I really like, I mean, astrology is just it for me. Like, learning Mm -hmm. astrology, talking to people about their charts, talking about my charts. In terms of, like, like the ticking aspect, right? Like, uh, puzzles, right? I know you like puzzles. I love puzzles. So, like, I feel like you enjoy it when you feel like you have different pieces to something that you feel like you can put together, Mm -hmm. like astrology. Yeah. Or when you are, uh, doing something, like, with, like, a goddess, like, Coventina, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you have, like, all these little pieces of her yeah. that you can, like, spot out in the wild or yeah. something, you know, or something yeah, like just, like, little and... pieces of a puzzle, yeah. you know, something larger, and I feel like you like finding puzzle pieces and... Yeah. I think that's why cards out. work really well, too, because mm-hmm. they're just little pieces and I can just use them as, you know, tools to, like, kind of put together a message kind of thing. Yeah. I love... I feel that when I do a card reading like I have all these puzzle pieces but like which ones do I need to talk about kind of thing so yeah what about you you don't really you love tarot and you utilize tarot but you and I use utilize tarot I feel like in very different ways Mm -hmm. um I still I feel like there are similarities like we love a good daily card pool and like retrospective writing I feel like um, we both have similar views on what they mean. And yeah, stuff. that's true. Uh, but you have like no want them. or need to do any sort of readings really for other people unless it's like yeah. random friends. Unless it was like, a random friend and like we were pulling cards for like for shits and giggles. Yeah. Uh, but yours is like a very personal tool that you don't yeah. really need. For to me, it feels other. personal. And also, uh, I don't know what in my chart about me, but like I feel like when I have. A spiritual tool like that mm-hmm. I, I love it when it's for me right yeah. I love feeling like I have access to something that somebody else doesn't right like I'm learning <laughs> such a Slytherin I'm a Slytherin <laughs> right I'm like yeah. it's like magic tool but also I like using it like when I'm reading books like spiritual books yeah uh like every like every other sentence pulling a card for that sentence and like going deeper with that sentence and like that's the way I use it very Virgo I guess cool. like and uh, it's weird I don't like to use it so much for me so much as I like to use it on information that I'm interpreting if that okay. makes sense yeah so uh, I, I could pull a card for myself but usually they they do, it just doesn't like I don't ever know what I'm thinking about it I. I really enjoy pulling cards about about not a, a, oh my god just Phoebe just jumped off the couch. I enjoy pulling cards about information. Yeah. And like oh my god like could I be any more like 
in, in, when does my Virgo ever jump out like it is right now, right? Yeah. But like I love processing information via yeah. other information and just seeing it all matrix through my mind. That's cool. And that's what I feel like really plugs me in. Yeah. I started doing um, nightly card pulls again. And I was more of like a morning card pull. Like I, I typically will pull a card when I sit down to my work desk because mm-hmm. I have cards out there. Um, but I don't necessarily take the time to journal about them every day and especially because it's like oh i'm sitting down to work i need to get to work um and so i thought okay i need to get back into like actually writing about the cards i'm pulling because i feel like it's it lands more for me so i pulled a couple decks into the bedroom on my like dresser phoebe you know what oh (laughs) she just looked at you like go lay down go in your bed Thank you. Good girl. <laughs> Every time. Such a nuisance. <laughs> so drama. Um, and I have pulled a couple cards. And I think it's been really cool because George works overnights. If you guys are new to the podcast, my guy works overnights. It's been a big adjustment to be alone every night during the week. <laughs> <laughs> like Hasn't been a huge adjustment <laughs> for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I went from like five years Mm -hmm. every single night going to bed with my partner and having another person in the room with me to during the week they're not there and then on the weekends you're living like the rest of us forever alone and then on the weekends he's there so it's just like a back and forth weird like will someone be in the room with me will they not and (laughs) i don't know it's just fucking random you were talking about a spirit for a second sometimes so but i feel like it's been good to help me like sleep because i'll pull a card i'll journal and i won't journal more than just a page i'm not gonna like take it out of control just i love what happened what happened that day just write it down real quick. What is the card saying? And then that's like my night routine. I, you know, wash my face, whatever, pull my card, journal a bit, and go to bed. And I think it's helped a lot. Um, but who knows how long I'll keep that up? Because it's me. I'm not a very good journaler about things. I do like to just sit and just think. Remember <laughs> the Michigan journal I bought you? <laughs> or that you bought? I bought myself. <laughs> Didn't I buy you a the, journal? The one though, made of no? elephant poop? Yeah, the one made of elephant poop <laughs> when you visited Michigan. By the way, everyone listening, I have a journal and it legitimately is made of recycled, recycled paper elephant poop. from elephant Yeah. Yeah, somehow. That's they... where we took our first notes on the podcast, actually. I remember, remember, wait, hold on. Like one of the very first notes for the podcast was like ideas for our podcast, dot, 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 friends, dot, dot, dot talking yeah i was like you're the worst <laughs> note taker ever <laughs> like, like this, we like took notes and our well we were having conversation about it. he's like i'll take notes in my journal and then he took notes and then we tried to look back the next week on the notes and i was like <laughs> what the, the fuck did you ever. even take notes for this says nothing and i can't so, read it <laughs> that was one of the moments where i realized maybe i wasn't a good historian <laughs> <laughs> Or no, I just think that the I just feel like note taking is not your forte. Maybe if you no. were to record it and just talk it out, you yes. could be a good historian. But have someone else type it up. Absolutely, I mean, Imogen, I'll, whatever Imogen. you love, you love, you she, love typing. She could do that for you. Uh, she we actually, love you. does. She like typing. I don't yes, think she, she loves typing. She likes writing. I think she likes writing physically. She loves typing on her phone. She types oh, everything. Yeah, on she her does phone. like typing on her phone. Yeah, she loves writing on her phone. 
queen of the like, iPhone keyboard. Like, who does that, though? Like, who likes... Raise your hand, everyone, if you like writing on your phone, because I don't. Slim, I it's can't. It's a slim amount of people, yeah. I think, who, like, love it. Yeah, and I like, you know what? I like having a keyboard or so do I. pen and paper. Yep, so do I. My phone keyboard's okay, but my, my thumbs are so huge. My thumbs do not go fast enough for my mind. Uh-uh, and I'm just like... Just, it's embarrassing. Doink, doink, doink. It's embarrassing, and I've given up responding sometimes because i'm just like this is gonna come out like garbage or i'm gonna get frustrated my thumbs don't move that fast anyways so i looked up a couple celebrities who had mercury and scorpio because i was Mm. i had some in my mind where i was like i'm pretty sure they are but i couldn't remember um the big one that i thought of was kim kardashian she has mercury and scorpio well let me tell you you know the whole um all the episodes of Keeping Up with the Kardashians where she does like um, detective work. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. That is big, Scorpio. Like, you want someone to fucking find out something and search the internet or like find mm-hmm. the information you need to ask a Mercury and Scorpio. Um, not only do they make good like detectives, that's a very stereotypical thing to say but also it's very true mercury and scorpio is really good at finding the secrets that you, everyone you wants. look like a detective when you wear a hat me yeah thanks <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what to say about that was that you a do. compliment <laughs> i don't know i didn't say it was or wasn't I just, <laughs> just, just, it is what it is it's just <laughs> um i thought that that was pretty interesting because she's so libra She's yeah. so Libra. Um, but Love there it. is this, the, the Mercury and Scorpio, If the more you watch her talk and the more you watch like some of the episodes and what, totally they, see it. what, they, what they tend to like pull out and make like a bit for her uh-huh. is you can tell is based on real things with her, but they like dramatize it, obviously. It's, yeah. you know, it's keeping up with it's Kardashians. It's a TV show. Um, actually, Kamala Harris has her Mercury and Scorpio, which is... Pretty fucking cool, actually. Yeah. And if you remember the the vice presidential debates where she stops and she goes, um, "Vice President, I'm talking, I'm speaking," and like the way that she looks at him and the way that she, it's such a finalizing, "Shut the fuck up," and it's very, very and intense. It's very, I'll wait because you don't want me to say another fucking word. Do you don't want me to say another fucking word? That is very Mercury and Scorpio. Like, it was the look. I tend to find people with Mercury and Scorpio a lot of the times do have this, like, piercing stare as well. Or, like, they tend to give, like, the evil eye Mm. without even realizing it. It's like that's a way for them to communicate is the intensity behind their eyes and, like, the looks that they'll give you, like, a squint or, like, an intense, like... I'm fucking telling you what you need to know by the look on my face, you know? Yeah. Because um, there are more than one way to communicate. You know, it's not just about words. It's about your body language as well. It's a way that you listen. Don't you underestimate can... the importance of body language. Um, you know, the way that people listen is often an indicator of their mercury as well. So... You know, if someone's listening to you intently and staring directly at you, they're processing information very Mercury and Scorpio. 
Walt Disney. I mean, I didn't know the guy personally. Walt Disney. I thought that was interesting to think about in the ways in which what he tried to communicate. Deeper stories through. I don't know. I just thought that that was an interesting one. I mean, I feel like more so the secrets. Um, If you know anything about It's like, what do you really know about him? Well, you... It's not even about him. It's about what he created. And the one thing about Disney Disney World or Disneyland is that there's a shitload of secrets. There's secret rooms. There's secret menus. There's secret uh, passes. There's It's all about like the secretive things. Um, and from what you can learn about Walt Disney is he was a very secretive guy. Or he was very good at making you think that you knew everything about him, in fact, you knew nothing about him. Mm-hmm. That's a big Scorpio energy. <laughs> they want to present themselves as if they're open and they're, you know, that they're an open book and it's just real simple, here's me, you know, but they'll only let you in as much as they feel comfortable with to mm. make you feel like you know them. Mm. But until you actually pierce the Scorpio wall, um, you you don't know them kind of thing. And I feel like Walt Disney might have been a character like that because of what you can think and know about Disney World and Disneyland. There's like a bunch of secret shit. Cool. Um, Miley Cyrus. Miley. Now, she's an, an interesting one because she's a Sagittarius. So it comes off very different because yes. unlike Kim Kardashian, who is a Libra, so you can see how her Mer- Mercury jumped to Scorpio... A Libra with a Mercury and Scorpio is very different than a Sag with a Mercury and Scorpio. Um, And if you look at any interview Mm -hmm. with her, she wants to talk about the big fucking picture. Yeah. Very blunt, but she doesn't want to talk about surface shit. And she gets irritated when you ask her about surface shit. She wants to talk about the meaning of things. She wants to talk about the deepest secrets or her, the reasons behind things. Um, yeah, Winona Ryder. Winona? She's very stereotypical Mercury and Scorpio to me. Everything that woman said says is like impact. Mm-hmm. She wants to like make you really think. And just even the movies that she's been drawn to is very Mercury and Scorpio. I don't know what her sun sign is. I would think she would be a Scorpio. Um, in fact, can you look up her sun sign? Because it would be interesting to give examples of like Libra with a Mercury and Scorpio, Sag with a Mercury and Scorpio, and then a Scorpio with a Scorpio, Mercury, Mercury and Scorpio. Because if you look at Winona Ryder and like the movies that she's interested in and the movies that she's been drawn to, I mean, Beetlejuice, um, Edward Scissorhands, uh, Girl Interrupted. Those are very Scorpio movies. Those are very... um, Her son is in Scorpio. Yeah. Her moon is in Pisces. Okay. And her Mercury is in Scorpio, correct? Mercury is in Scorpio. So, yeah, I mean... And her Venus. Yeah. So, I mean, you can tell, like, the difference between Libra, Sun, with a Mercury in Scorpio, which was was Kim Kardashian, Mm -hmm. versus a Sagittarius with a Mercury and Scorpio, which is Miley Cyrus. And then Winona Ryder, if you know her and you you know all of the things that she's been a part of, Scorpio with a Mercury and Scorpio. You can see how all of those things play out very differently. Um, and the last one I had was I wanted to get another male, Ryan Gosling. Um, 
What a handsome man. I feel like if you watch any movie with him, there was, what was the one movie we watched? Was it, it wasn't Drive. Was it Drive? He, he played some, he, he had, there was this movie that we watched and I swear to God, for the first half hour of the movie, he didn't have one line, but he said more than anybody in that fucking movie hmm. because he just knows how to intensely communicate what he starer. wants with just his language or his stillness, his, mm-hmm. his like slight mm-hmm. facial features will fucking tell you what you need to know. Like in the notebook when he was huh? building the house, he yep. had no lines, no basically. Lines. But you knew everything you needed to know. Yep. Or, 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 mm-hmm. when he's looking at her in the rain, mm-hmm. that one, ugh. Yep. <laughs> we, should, we should watch it. I just want to look like that. I know, just the way that he can, like, cross his arms and just look and just, like, raise his eyebrows. But, like, you completely you know, know what exactly he's trying to say. exactly what he's saying. That is super Scorpio and Mercury and Scorpio. Oh, I love um, that. Yeah, then... It's funny how that translates because I don't see, like, someone, like... Miley Cyrus as someone that really translates through body language exactly what she's trying to say. I think it plays an element for I her. I do. Yeah, I just I do. don't see it as intensely, obviously, as Mr. Exactly. Mr. Gosling. Or even Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Libra in her is very feminine and poised and um, polished. Yes. You know, it's a very polished way of presenting but the intensity is there if you if if you if you listen to her she's not like oh hi i'm a really gentle like libra she's very serious when she communicates mm-hmm. um and she gets upset when she's not being taken seriously that's also a very big mercury and scorpio thing so i mean maybe we can do this with some of the other signs it just was interesting that you brought up the new moon in scorpio and i just thought well let's go See a what, little deeper and see, you know, what's... See what the people are up to out there. See what the celebs are. Because I feel charts. like it's easier for people to to understand when you put it in, like, a commonly known person instead of, like, my mm-hmm. grandma has a Mercury and Scorpio. <laughs> Y'all don't know what that means? What do you, what do you mean? What do you mean? Um, yeah. So, what else? Anything else? Those are the... That was literally all all that I have to say this week. Um, do you want to like pull a card or something or? Yeah, I'm going to pull a card for you about what's something unexpected that makes you tick like spiritually. Like what's just something just outside what of your awareness? What deck are you using? I am using the Naked Heart Tarot by Jillian C. Wild. Does she have a C in her name? That just sounds right. Yes, she does. <laughs> you know, sometimes people just have an initial. Yeah. She just that felt like a name that had one. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm Skylar Hayes. Are you? You're just Skylar. Oh. Aw. You got the... Pa- <laughs> you got the Page of Wands. Uh, I think... Like, my my immediate, inst- my immediate thought was, like, maybe you like the basics more than you think, right? Or, like, maybe you, you get more... Like, you get more warm, tingly feelings from just, it. like, it's not so much that, like, advanced knowledge of things is, like, what makes you, like, 
explode with euphoria. It's just like those really in that intimate, intimate knowledge that comes with revisiting uh, the basics over and over again. Yeah. Uh, if that makes sense, like uh, it does, and just like having that really, really strong foundation of things, mm-hmm. uh, instead of just like being like me, like walking along a tightrope and then like a million miles from the foundations, and then you have no idea where you are. Like, <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I feel like a good example of that is I got the VHSs back, and I sat for a day and just watched all of the footage, mm-hmm. and I feel like that was more spiritual work than I've done in six months. Just like you said, revisiting the basics and going back to the going back to the basics and just watching myself and my family dynamic and just like memories and things like that and just processing all of that and it was a lot and it was good and it was also maybe too much all at once. Um but I feel like spiritually that was really it was really powerful. Um and there's so many more tapes out there. But that was a big, that was a big That's thing. That's ominous the way you say it. There, there is a lot of tapes out there. I mean, there's fucking dozens and dozens and dozens of tapes. So, and I, I think I had three of them converted that I had in my possession. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Or even just, I think, because I tend to watch the same, I tended, and I still do, to watch the same things. Like, I mm. watch Friends. And sometimes I'll watch a show or two. But for some reason, when I watch Friends, like, it psychs me back into, like, just take it back to the basics. What makes you laugh? What What do you enjoy watching? What do you mm-hmm. want to do? I just want to watch Friends. Or, you know, Alice in Wonderland, the Disney movie. If I hear that music or if I watch that, it completely takes me back to some other fucking spiritual level. Or, like, we watched The Grinch this past week. <laughs> that is a movie I fell asleep to. I had three movies that I fell asleep to as a kid. It was the Disney version of Alice in Wonderland, The Grinch with Jim Carrey, which that was more so like middle school that came out, I think, um, and then and then up to high school, and then the um, like the people version of Peter Pan. There's been a lot of them, but I know I, which one you're talking the about. The one that ha- Wendy had like big buck teeth, but she was like beautiful and angelic, and I found her on Instagram recently. Did you? She's stunning. She, both her and the boy that played Peter Pan was a part of my sexual awakening. Yeah. So <laughs> I think I think Imogen and I have talked about that too. Or that that was a that was a moment. I remember for us. thinking Peter was a like I remember thinking he was so old when that movie came out. Wait, really? Because I was a young child. When okay, that came I was out. not. And it's so like when that came out, I was like, he's so old and so handsome. Aww. And like now when I look at him, I'm like, that is an infant. That is a child. That is a literal child. <laughs> yeah. But alright, so let me pull a card for you for the same thing. Sure. What was it again? Like something what makes something you... that makes me tick that I don't even realize makes me tick. When I nag you. Mm, I feel like that throws a cog in my ticking. You don't? You or don't, does it? I don't know. You don't think it's a nice tune-up? <laughs> tune-up for your watch? Take it to the shop? I'll take you to the candy shop. Was that good? I'm using the fountain tarot. Oh. What I get? The Ten of Cups reversed. Ah. Hmm. Let me take a look at this card here. It's hard. This is an interesting card. What makes you tick spiritually? 
my immediate my immediate um feeling is like <laughs> gonna probably make you laugh when everything seems to be going wrong uh-huh um i feel like you find this sense of your spirituality within that like let's say something happens with your car and then you get a bill for something medical or whatever mm-hmm. and then something bad happens at work like you're frustrated you're so annoyed <laughs> but within that there's something where you force yourself to have like peace and calm and you access your spirituality it's almost as if you go like okay i acknowledge that everything is fucking up right now let's do this this is what i've been working for this is this is yeah this is what i've this is the moment i've been waiting for i will find gratitude i will find the peace here um and i feel like there's parts of you that want things to be troubled so that you can have an excuse i know i just have such to a, like force the, I such, the gratitude I have such an easy amazing life i mean i'm gorgeous i'm intelligent you know why wouldn't i crave a little trouble yeah you know, a little exactly we all need a little <laughs> rough patch in our lives you know yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. Very and our supporters. I'm getting there. Yeah. Thank you to the supporters. I never get do to introduce want, the supporters. Do you want to read them? Oh my I god! Like I've never struggle. done that before. Do you, all right, I'm not gonna let you. Wait, wait. <laughs> Just what? kidding. Let we want to take a second to thank the supporters. I want to take a personal second, personally. Okay. As Skylar, you know. And, you know, if you've never heard me read your name before, just really take it in. <laughs> so, I wanted to give a big juicy thank you to Miranda O, Rebecca PK, love that, Kate B, SG, Heather H, Lisa P, Dorothy E, Karen R, Stacy, David B, Julie C, Dominique or Dominic? Where are you reading? Dominic B. Dominic B. Dominic, Do that's what they cue you. <laughs> Keep oh, going, okay. you can do it. I'm ignorant. <laughs> so sorry. To our DB. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa D. Lindsay M. Phil K. Amy F. Jesse H. Alyssa S. Are these people too? Yeah. here? Fallon D. Tracy R. Jennifer L. Wow. Okay, that took a really long time. That took thank a you really so long time. much to all Well, I just wanted you guys to really, to really feel soak it. Soak up my guttural, juicy voice I'm with so, your name. I'm vomiting in my mouth. Um, thank you guys so much, guys, gals, in betweens. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. If you mm-hmm. would like to support our podcast, if you listen every week or even if you listen a couple times and you like what you hear and you want to support us, you can do so for as little as a dollar a month, $5 a month, or even $10 a month. There should be a link in the platform that you're listening to this to on to support us. Or you can go to anchor.fm and search Speaking of Witch um, to support us. We don't have a Patreon. We don't have anything like that. So that is really the only way to support the podcast. And we really appreciate it. There's people every month or uh, every week that make Instagram posts. I do want to say... Um, 
that if you tag us in it, I can reshare it. There's been something that's coming up where if you add a song, this happened last week and I reached out to the person who did this and I was so sad I couldn't share it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think technically because my Instagram is like a business Instagram that I can't share the stories if you guys put a song playing on it. Like, it won't let you do that. Mm. So if you don't care, then that's totally cool. But if you tag us in it and you're I can still share sh- it and ultimately... That's all, that's that, matters. all that matters. Okay, good. But I just wanted people to know <laughs> that, like, if they've made it and they took the time to do all that and there was a song that was playing during it, I cannot share it. So you do you. Do what you want. Well, we so appreciate it, but don't feel like I didn't see it or I didn't like it. But yeah. Anyways, just thought I'd mention that. Uh, Also, there is an option for you all to leave us voice messages. Um, I'm not really sure how to access it if you're not listening to this on Anchor. Um, But if you wanted to, it's a 30-second voice note. You can ask us questions. You could ask topics for us to to go over for the next episode. Or just tell us that you love us because Skylar really needs a lot of validation. I haven't gotten any in hours. Long time. (laughs) Yeah, and I sure as hell don't give it to him, so mm-hmm. he needs to get it from somewhere. Anyways, happy day, happy, happy week, because it's no longer new moon in Scorpio. Every day, Academy Sports Every and Outdoors. Every day is a holiday. The right stuff, the low yeah. price. Academy. Remember that? No. Oh. I hope Stanley I didn't. Stanley Seymour gets your home cleaner. cleaner. Okay, bye.